Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we're the warning. And you're listening to The Hook Box with Jay Scott. Keep rocking, everybody. Woo! Welcome to 2022. It is here. Another shit year in the can. Uh, relative consistency of crap through 2020, 2021. I should say it wasn't all bad because a lot of us finally were able to venture out and go to some concerts. There was a lot of great music that was released that we've talked about over the last 12 months. So I think I'm being a little bit of a negative what's the guy version of a negative nancy negative norman uh, <laughs> because i just am recovering from covid i ended the year uh laid up and uh in bed with uh covid it wasn't that bad it was manageable symptoms like a sore throat and a sneezing coughing stuff like that but the fatigue the extreme exhaustion was probably the biggest deal with the whole thing so i basically missed christmas didn't do anything for new year's and uh just kind of laid around did nothing so here we are we're back this is the hook rocks i'm your host jay scott we are part of the pantheon podcast network the great network of music related podcasts you can check out some of my friends like Tom and Zeus on the Shout Out Loudcast. Ron and Esty, who just appeared on the show. He's on the Hanging and Bang with Carmen Apiece and Vinny Apice. Baco, Cobras and Fire, Martin Popoff, the rock historian, and the legendary Mistress Carrie out in Boston, as well as many others. There's a lot of different types of podcasts on the platform. 
There is the Real Me podcast with Aaron Alden, which is a kind of a co-podcast um, with Teen Cancer America, the charity started by Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend, The Who. We had Aaron on last uh, November, I believe, and we talked about the inspirational stories. There'll be more stories coming out with that over the next year or so so check that out check out some of the great new music spotlights we've had like with black spiders the odd even crooked shapes uh crashing wayward and of course faust we had chris faust one of my favorite guests on the show to kind of wrap up the year or one of the last episodes to wrap up the year and also check out the episode with emerging rock bands erb magazine out in the uk a great publication, a great bunch of people was finally glad to have them on, happy to have them on to talk new music, new rock, and uh, just a great, great publication, what they do. Um, great people for promoting rock and how they do it. So check that out. We also had our friend Skylab Tapes talking about earplugs and the importance of preserving your ears and the health of your ears he always brings it and is a whole plethora of information of interesting information and why you should care about a lot of the audio side of music because hey you know we do listen through speakers whether it's through headphones our car or at home and it's important the the quality through what we listen to and the avenues that we go through to listen to that music is important for all music fans so check that out uh, don't forget to visit Pantheon Podcast at PantheonPodcast.com. Follow on Twitter at Pantheon Pods. Follow the Hook Rocks wherever you do podcast. And don't forget to set your app to automatic download. So all the new episodes drop right to your phone and make your commute more enjoyable and take away the stresses of your day. You can follow us on Twitter at the Hook Rocks and also on Facebook too as well, the Hook Rocks. And well. Here it is again, our flagship episode. We do these once a quarter. We do the top albums for the past three months. This is going to be covering October, November, and December before we get to our great year-end review. And I'd like to welcome in my friend and great host to always do this, Mr. Chris Corradetti. What's going on, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> or Merry New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling better. I'm happy for you. Sorry I had to go through that, but you're on the yeah, other side. Yeah. It's a new year. You know, yeah. thankfully I was vaccinated because I think vac- the vaccination actually helped me get through it a lot quicker um, without severe symptoms. Um, so I don't want to get too much into it, but please, if you haven't gotten it yet, please get your booster. Please get your vaccine. It does matter. Um and you will be thankful for it if you do get COVID and you have it. So, um, and that's all I'll say on that. But yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be in front of the microphone doing this stuff. I was just telling Chris before we got on, I haven't recorded an episode in almost three weeks. Feels like a long time. And I was talking to him about it today that, you know, when you're, when you have a presence on social media because of what you do, and you have to get out and market your stuff, your episodes. When you leave that for a little bit and you kind of get out of that bubble, it's really hard to get back in. It's really hard to like, you know, get back to those habits because you're, 
you're kind of in a rhythm when you're doing things, you know, you're posting throughout the day, you know, when to post, when you need to post, what you need to post, all that stuff. And then when you stop and you pause, you know, it's kind of like, oh shit, like, how did I do this? But it's like riding a bike. Once you get back on it, you're you're good to go. So I'm looking forward to getting back into into the swing of things. And, so so uh, are, you, are you asking that I take it easy on you during this episode? Kind of no, ease man. you back in? <laughs> no, man. It's it's, it's well, all good. And this is good. different now because I can see you and you can see me. So if you pick something I don't like, normally I could just sit here and be like. Oh, it's a terrible pick. But you, you would never see it. But now you're going to see my face. That could be different. Yeah. Now you're going to be able to see my face. Be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, What's that'll be. I, I can't wait to do the year end one when you're like, wait, you don't have this and this and this. And you're actually going to be staring at me yes. while saying that. Throwing stuff <laughs> at my computer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to be able to see me. Now you're going to see me throw things. Like, like when you, like when you don't pick something that I can't believe you didn't pick. Right. Right. And now I'll be able to see, like, when you start giving me the sign, like you're swearing too much, like stop. No, no that'll, more. That'll, that'll, that'll never happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but all right, man, let's get into it. Uh, fourth quarter. It was a great really hard to 2021. Uh, I feel like doing these episodes makes the year go by a lot faster, you know, because you're, you're listening for a few months and then you're reviewing and then you're listening and then you're reviewing. It really yeah. helps the flow of the year, at least for me to kind of, you know, cause I, I mean, we just, I feel like we just did our first quarter, January, February, March, um, not too long ago. And I remember how we were stressing because there was so much great music being released in the first quarter, of course, that continued on the whole year, but yeah, I feel like this really, it makes the year, and of course, we're getting older, we're in our 40s, so of course, the years go by much faster, but I feel like this kind of accelerates it. Yeah, well, it it, it does, because um, I, I feel like these deadlines of, well, we got we to do this, and so I got to figure out my list, you know, yeah. that stuff comes quick, but then, you know, when we've been talking about doing our year end lists and you start looking at it and you go, Oh crap, the dead daisies album. Like that feels like it came out eons ago. You know, it's pretty reckless. That feels like it was eons ago, but it, it, it you know, it was less than a year ago. But uh, so, I mean, yeah, breaking it up quarterly, the quarters seem to, to spin quick and the episodes seem to spin quick, but there's still that sense of, wow, that was a long time ago you know, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I agree. It, it, it's like, you're, you're trying to enjoy and you're also trying to find out what you like and listen to what you like yeah. and kind of, you know, grab a hold of something that, uh, that you enjoy. And, and, you know, it was a, it was a great year. I think it was probably for me, I think it was probably, in the last 25 years, this is probably the greatest year for music. So that's what, 96, 97? Yeah. 98? I'm not doing yeah. math. It's too late at night for that. Yeah. You, so you, I, I don't know that you're wrong. Yeah. I, I don't think you're wrong on that. I mean, just the amount, Ugh. the quality. Um, yeah. I mean, it was like there were very few disappointments 
throughout the year. Very few. Like I could probably count on one hand albums I was disappointed with. Me too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, there were a lot of bands that I have followed for, uh, you know, going back into the 90s as far back as the nineties that put out albums that I was really looking forward to. And a couple of them, I was really kind of disappointed in, Yeah, but there were a lot of albums that came out that I didn't really expect anything from that were great. So, I mean, it's the yin and the yang, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it all balances out, but the sheer volume was insane. And honestly, maybe it's, maybe it was dumb of me to think this, but I thought, and I know we had talked about this before. Uh, I thought maybe it would kind of, wind down kind of starting in October. Yeah. And just kind of like wind down for the end of the year and then ramp back up. But holy crap, fourth quarter was stacked. Well, it also doesn't help stacked. that we have individuals that we communicate on a regular basis. I've mentioned the Groove Council on here before it was a group of mm-hmm. us that kind of share music that help, helps us discover these bands that we probably yeah. never would have listened to. You know, or a hundred percent even picked up on. So that, that kind of magnifies what, what yep. you and I go through. Cause I mean, there's, there's the albums that everybody knows that are being released, right? right? Those are the ones that you know about. And then when we get these lists from some of the members of the group that we're in, like, yeah, I, I don't even know who these people are and it's really good stuff like it's yeah it's not like i mean i mean the band i think of and i'm sure we'll talk about them in the year-end show is the age of truth yep january february they weren't even on my radar like nope i didn't even hear of this band nope and you know through a couple members of the group that listened to obscure stuff maybe is the right word um or stuff that basically is not mainstream it's not the street next to mainstream it's like you know (laughs) no uh no outlet street you know it's kind of like the 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 back roads of where you where you get your rock and roll um and there were a couple guys or a couple people that mentioned this band and phenomenal absolutely incredible so there's a lot of that you know, going on. Thank you, Turbo. Thank you for that. Yeah. Turbo (laughs) and and Robin the Hood is another one, you know, Um, but in, in, of course, Skylab, you know, he, man, some of the stuff that he has too, but um, I just think that when I, when I think about the amount of music you and I listen to on a yearly basis (laughs) that we don't even really get to, you know, or we don't, you know, we don't, we're not able to give them enough attention like we do some of the right. other bands. Uh, it's insane. It yeah. Really I, and I, I, I think that'll be reflected at least in my year end list yeah. because I, I have a, a fair number that did not show up in any previous list because just the sheer volume. And then yeah. you hear people talking about stuff and you go, okay, well, I got to go back and listen to it. And you listen to it and you go, Holy shit, this is great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think about that Sweet Crisis album that ooh. wasn't even on my radar and uh, how that just hooked me um, with, uh, with, with their music and what they did. Um, and then there's like sneaky stuff that came out, you know, like the um, uh, Ida May album. Mm-hmm. 
which like was released and I had seen item. I open up for Blackberry smoke like three years ago and I love them. They're a great, they're, they're a husband and wife. They're, they're from Nashville via the UK and I'm going to see rival sons. They they're opening for rival sons. And then Robin, the hood mentions they got an album out. I'm like, when did they release an album? You know, it's like, how many times did that happen this year where you're like, when did that come out? Like, I had no idea about that. And, and, and again, it's just the volume. It's so hard to keep up with. It is. And honestly, when we were um, maybe mid December, when we started accumulating everyone's lists and uh, Chris Preston sent his list in and he had, well, I'm going to spoil it a little bit, but he had big rec on there. And I went, wait, big rec released something in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I love Big Rec. How the hell did I not know this? It, it, it's the sheer waterfall of music. Yeah, is was was deafening, uh, and, and it's great. I mean, it's it's not a problem to complain about, but stuff gets lost, and you find it later on. So, yeah, I uh, I anticipate close to or equal of, of a 2022 in terms of volume and quality. When I think of the stuff coming out, at least in the first five months that I know about. Um, it's going to be crazy. And I think you're going to see bands that had stuff come out at the end of 2020. You're going to see them come out with new stuff. I know for a fact, there's probably at least two dozen bands that have released albums in the last year or two that already have an album recorded, ready to go. Uh, South of Eden. <clears throat> yes. Well, I mean, I mean, but like, stuff, like, 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 okay. There, I can't say it, but there's a band coming out with an album in February, February 22nd that already has their other album recorded. Holy shit. They have two albums like already done so they can stay on tour and just release stuff. Boom, boom, boom. So smart, so, smart uh, that you're going to see a lot of that, but it's going to be an exciting year. The fourth quarter was exciting. Let's get into it. You want to go first? Uh, I can. I certainly can. Yeah. Um, so my number 10 is a Ripple band that uh, Turbo and uh, Rich, uh, Fuzz Doom Rip, I think is his handle, uh, turned me on to. Out of Austin, uh, High Desert Queen, and the album is Secrets of the Black Moon. Um it's kind of crazy. It's got a really big sound and it's, it, it's big and riffy and great and great drums. Uh, I know, I know, uh, Skylab's a big fan and Robin the hood and, and turbo. They're all big fans of these guys. And, uh, I love it. I, I just found out the other day that not only did I buy the CD, I apparently have vinyl coming to me. So the enablers got me on that. Um, my, my favorite song is As We Roam. Everyone seems to like the mountain versus the quake. It's an awesome song. I gravitate towards As We Roam. And then um, I hesitate to say this because someone will probably call me on it. But the last song is called Bury the Queen. And I would describe it as a stoner band's take on like a Sabbath meets Pink Floyd song. It's really cool. It, it, it's 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 really cool um but good stuff and and great cover art um and if you haven't heard of it uh everyone should give it a listen it's it's good stuff if you're into the whole stoner rock thing uh this will be right up your alley and uh 
What's the name of the band and the album again? High Desert Queen, and the album is Secrets of the Black Moon. Secrets of the Black Moon. All right. And we'll definitely check it out. I mean, you've got basically, in terms of stoner rock, we have a resident like expert in stoner rock music, and that's Turbo. Turbo. Um, just, yep. uh, yeah, he just, I mean, there's very few things he sends me that like, I'm like, eh, you know, pretty much everything he sends me is, is just like, or everything that he posts, I should say, is, yeah. is just absolutely awesome. Yeah, you guys should follow Turbo. It Turbo is, knows uh, good stuff. Yeah, we'll get especially to his list here if you shortly. like. Yeah, especially if you like like the desert stoner rock thing in blues. He's big into the blues. Uh, Turbo's a good guy to follow. Yep. All right, my number ten is the EP that we just talked about. Uh, one of my favorite bands. Uh, I always mention this band because it was the last concert i went to rock concert i should say not last performance last rock concert i went to before everything got shut down uh their album before the sun was one of my favorites mm. uh in 2000 god when was it 2019 or 2020 18 19 i think 19 uh 2019 yeah uh and they just released an ep called Big Wreck 7.1. The name of the band is Big Wreck. One of my favorite bands to listen to, just uh, great musicianship. Gone through some changes in the lineup over the last few years. Ian Thornley is the main guy, his main songwriter, guitar player. Uh, great voice, great tone on guitar. Uh, I can't say enough about his tone. It is highly, highly underrated. And uh, the band is highly underrated. It's a shame that a band like this uh, has really kind of failed to connect with U.S. audiences on a consistent basis. Uh, they're a Canadian band. Uh, probably my two favorite songs are Bombs Away in Fields. I also like If All Else Fails. But, Bombs Away is a magical song. Yeah. Yeah. They always have. Their albums are always great, but they always have like three or four that are just like, wow, like totally next level stuff. Yeah. And uh, this is no uh, no disappointment here for myself, a big, big Rec fan. And if you haven't had a chance to check out their catalog is great. Check out Big Rec, the 7.1 EP. Hopefully they tour the U.S. here in the new year. I know it's kind of hard to get across the border these days. But uh, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that that happens. Good pick. Good again. Good pick that I didn't know about until literally like two or three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I um, I was surprised too. I had no idea it was coming out. And then because I, they're one of my favorites on the streaming platform that I use. It popped up. I'm like, wait a minute, new new big wreck album. What are we What are we doing here? Like like when did that happen? Right. So uh, that definitely was a pleasant surprise and a welcome surprise. Anytime we can get new, um, new, uh, new big rec music, it's always a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into some of the groove council here. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with our friend. We'll stay, we'll stay in Canada. We'll, we'll stay with Mr. Chris Preston at my rock and roll heaven at rock these tweets. 
uh, on Twitter. Great follow, great dude. Um, I got to have him back on. I know we've been talking about doing another episode, but just with everything going on, it kind of got pushed back. But I'm sure he will be uh, be on the show soon. So look for that. He's always a great guest. And his top 10 for the fourth quarter starts out with Jeff, Jeff Scott Soto, the Duets Collection, Volume 1. Wayward Sons, even up the score from Wayward Sons Band. Jerry Cantrell with the album Brighton. Uh, Black Veil Brides, The Phantom Tomorrow. Great album. I had the pleasure of having Andy Bierstack on a few weeks ago. Great interview there. Bad Wolves, Dear Monster. Volbeat, Servant of the Mind. Number four, Big Wreck, the 7.1 EP, as I just mentioned. Number three, Eclipse with the album Wired. Number two, L.A. Guns, Checkered Past. And number one, the self-titled debut album from Plush. So that is Chris Preston at Rock These Tweets on Twitter. That's his top 10 for the fourth quarter. It's a good list. It's a really good list, Chris. All right. So let's hit number nine. So number nine. um, Number nine was not an album that I was looking forward to this year. I knew it was coming. I've tried and tried and tried to get into this band. And for whatever reason, it never worked. And it seems like with each album, they get more and more popular, more and more popular. And I want to like them. And it's not that it's bad. It just never worked. But I love Hushed and Grim from Mastodon. Holy shit. The production value of this is out of this world. It's insane. In in good headphones, this album is insane. Um, and I, I don't know if I'm more excited because the music is really like the album as a whole is really good. Or if I'm finally into a Mastodon album, I feel like that's like key to like a new club, right? Like I, I get some acceptance from people. Cause like they say, are you into Mastodon? I find like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Um, and again, huge sound from this, um, uh, huge, huge sound, but, uh, there are so many great songs on this. I usually try to list a, a, a couple of songs that are my favorite, and and I have nine of them written down here. <laughs> wow, nine! But the one how I many songs mention, are on the album? Uh, nine. Geez, I'm getting I'm getting old. I, I need to pull the CD away from my face to read it. There are fifteen. Wow. Um, but t- uh, Tear Drinker is is the one that I, I always kind of go back to. And there's a section, and I wrote this down because I want to make sure I got it right, of lyrics that are really deep. And every time I hear it when I'm working out or I'm working, it just kind of like messes with my head. But it's, I can see your face. I feel the pain. I feel the shame that I've let you down again. I, it, that's deep. Uh, yeah, like, that actually- kind of like rings in your head. It's, you know? it's 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 very a simple way of putting it, but a very deep way of thinking about it. Yeah, you know? yeah, uh, and all the lyrics are are, are like this. Um, God, I I just I, I I'm really kind of smitten with this album. I'm I'm kind of surprised that it's at nine, um, but that just means that there are eight equally awesome albums that are to come that we get to talk about. It's a great pick. 
Really good pick, Thanks, sir. Uh, my number nine uh, is the self-titled album from Plush, uh, a band that we've heard a lot about this past year, a band that's really kind of been building their momentum uh, since their first single, which I believe was Hate earlier this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've gotten some some great press. They've gotten on some really good tours, namely the uh, the um, Evanescence Hailstorm Tour. Yeah. They're going to be following that up with the uh, Slash with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. I That's think a great gig like, to get on. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good gig. And then, of course, they did some shows with Mammoth. I think they just did some stuff with Seven Dust, but uh, it's a really, really awesome debut album. Uh, it's it's going to be really interesting to see where this band goes creatively because they're very young. I don't think anyone's over the age of twenty. If so, not very much, you know, past the age of twenty. Um, but it kind of reminds me of you know a young you know Greta Van Fleet who was in their late teens, barely 20 years old, if, if they had any members. And it, just, you know, because when you're that young, you're still developing your style. You're still growing as a musician. And I think what's really cool is to have an album like this that's so good that will allow people that are listening to them and liking them to kind of see where they grow, um, you know, because that's that's what's really cool about a band like this or or another band that is relatively young, because there's a lot of young bands that are out there. Um, a lot of them we talk about on, on this show. So, yeah, I'm really interested to see that this journey that has started with Plush uh, with their great self-titled album. Some of my favorite songs. Uh, I love love uh bring me down uh i love the song sorry better off alone sober is a great song um and the last track walk away uh i think mariah formica's songwriting style is is um is beyond her years i will say uh very uh a mature uh perspective um and having the writing ability at that age to, to, to have that perspective that she writes about. So, and again, they're all young too, so to see how they kind of mix and collaborate as they move on, because the more they play with each other in terms of shows, um, they will, they will find a lot more synergy and a lot more cohesiveness. So uh, my number nine is a self-titled debut album from the band plush. They've got, they got it all right in front of them, right right now. They they really do. They they they're up there with, with Mammoth and Dirty Honey and you know kind of they're on the the leading wave in the edge. You know, uh, a lot. I imagine a lot of good things are going to come for them. I hope. I hope there's a lot of good things to come for them. Yeah, I, you know they've got you know a good team around them, which really matters when you're a young band like they are. Uh, I, you know, I unfortunately do hear stories of, of not so good teams around some young bands that are out there. And, you know, you see them have to make changes that 
they weren't planning on doing, but it seems like they really have a good circle of people around them, uh, whether it's their PR or management. Um, you know, they have whoever's pushing them on satellite radio um, really does a great job because that's really where the birth of the band was, was their, uh, their introduction to Octane satellite yep. radio, Sirius XM, and they really kind of took off after that. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. All right. Let's go back to the Groove Council here with Terry Taylor, one of uh, our favorite, favorite uh, members of the Groove Council. Well, they're all favorite members, but uh, Terry has these epic, incredible playlists that are just uh, wonderful to really take in new music, uh, discover new music. Uh, she loves sharing that stuff and, uh, we're thankful that she does. So, um, number 10 is the band King Buffalo and the album is a Chiron. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine is the band stew and the album's taste. It's so kick-ass. Band <laughs> stew and their album's called taste. <laughs> That's so badass. Um, number eight, Time Child. And yet it comes, which uh, they're not on Twitter. They're, you can find them on Bandcamp. Dead Man's Whiskey, the breakout EP. Wayward Son, second time that's been mentioned. Even up the score. The Georgia Thunderbolts, can we get a witness? Great pick there. And number four is Joe Bonamassa. No, Georgia Thunderbolts, I think, were number five. And then Joe Biden. They're number five. Four. Yeah. Uh, time clocks. And number three uh, is Scam. Scam, uh, she combined both the EPs. Um, or wait, I think this is just the second. Just Venus. EP. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Venice. Is Venice. that Venice? I don't know. I can't read my own writing. I have it sitting somewhere around here on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, number two, Volbeat, Servant of the Mind, which just missed my top 10. And number one is Jerry Cantrell with the album Brighton. Great Terry. List. Terry always has great lists. Yeah. And I, I love this list. I do. We, we there. It's a great list. <laughs> it's it a great list. Yeah. All right, what do you got for number eight? Ah, number eight. I have a uh, a duo from Buffalo as referred to me by Mr. Turbo. Um, It's Space Lord, and the album is False False Dawn. Sorry. Um, And I I wrote this down because it's so cool. It it hits it perfectly. So I'm I'm completely ripping this off from, from their Bandcamp page, but um, it's a cosmic blast of stoner rock, an unholy union of riffs and hooks, the mutant offspring of the 70s and the 90s. Hmm. Come on. Like, yeah. who's not going to listen to that? I mean, that, but it is. I, I hear um, I hear a lot of Zeppelin and a lot of Soundgarden when, when I uh, listen to this. Um, my favorite song on this is, is how the devil got into you. And, and anyone who hasn't listened to this album and is a big, uh, Zeppelin fan, then, then they'll love, definitely love that. Uh, I love all night drive M60 crypt ghost. Um, 
And this really is not important at all when considering an album that would make a list. But the album art is awesome. But I have no friggin' idea what it is. I, I, I have no idea what this is. Do you know what this is? <laughs> it's it cool. It's like one of those like things in the deep sea that like swallow up something like (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying i don't know what it is but it's super cool uh but again they're phenomenal vocals phenomenal uh uh guitar work and i i i really dig the overall sound from them and again another awesome awesome recommendation from turbo so thank you turbo and thank you space lord space lord um All right, my number eight is. Uh, Would you forget? No, I'm trying <laughs> to find a way to describe the the way the, this album flows because it's really big on the energy that's created from song to song, uh, and that is the album "Brighton" by Jerry Cantrell. Mm. Um, it, I obviously with with Jerry, you know you're going to get a great album, right? Yep. You know you're going to, you know, you know you're going to enjoy it. But it's so sneaky good. Like you're listening to it and you're enjoying it, and then when it gets to like the end, you're like, man, this is this is this is really good. It, like it, it's one of those where you forget time, where you forget how long you've been listening to something and how long that, uh, you know, beat the songs because they meld together so well. And I love the energy that he's created with, with, with the music on this album. Um, you know, and any other given year, this would probably would have been in my top five for the, uh, for the fourth quarter. But, you know, when you think of songs like the title track, um prism of doubt which is a great great song love siren song love nobody breaks you and uh dismembered is another one of my favorites too as well um and uh yeah get the album by jerry cantrell the album brighton my number eight it's an excellent pick excellent pick i have a feeling we'll probably be talking about that again i don't know maybe Um, back to the Groove Council. We did Terry. We did Chris Preston. Why don't we do Kaz? We got Kaz's top ten for the fourth quarter. Kaz, host of the Heavy Rock Show. Um, wonderful friend from across the pond. And let's get into. Her top 10. So she did this backwards. So she did from one to 10. So we got to scroll down a little bit here. Uh, number 10, Gemini Syndrome, the album Third Degree, The the Raising. Third Degree, The Raising. Okay. Uh, number nine, Airways, the album Terrible Town. Number eight, Black Veil Brides. I think that's the second time that that's been on, you know, been listed. Phantom Tomorrow. Yeah. 
L.A. Guns, Checkered Past. I think that's the second time. Bad Wolves. I think that's the third time for Dear Monsters. Number five, Carbon Stone, Dark Matter. Industrial flavors, dark and heavy. So listenable from start to finish. Uh, the Odd Even, Dance of the Dead, a band we've had on the New Music Spotlight. Uh, that was close on one of my, on this list for me. Yeah, That's a great yeah. album. Yeah. It, uh, it really kind of does float. It has his grunge boat and channels Alice in Chains and others of that era. Number three, North Atlas, Weight of the Heavy Handed. This EP is raw and polished. And at the same time, with dark industrial flavors that sonically reflect an urban Scottish landscape on a dark winter night. Very cool description there. Uh, Mercury X is her number two, the album in prison prog metal from Sweden and not for the impatient. One track is 20 minutes, an album to be favored. And I feel like that was a shot at me. (laughs) And number one, Mastodon hushed, and grim is it it's mastodon right i always pronounce it mastodon i say mastodon but i've heard it both ways a lot and the album is exquisite from start to finish and absolutely hands down nab's top spot for quarter four for Cass. so great list for her uh thanks for the contribution as always thank you very much Okay, so number seven is another stellar recommendation from Turbo. Stellar, stellar, stellar. He's all over your list. So it, 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 it's Turbo or or, or Rich. Um, it, one of the two. I honestly don't remember. I, th- I think it's Turbo. It's the band stew and the album taste. Yes, and it, I love it's it. utterly fantastic. Uh, a Swedish trio, um, I don't know, seventies bluesy rock and roll or seventy bluesy hard hard rock, you know that 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 kind of deal. Um, but big grooves, melodic riffs, um, and at times just booming vocals. But um, the song "Earthless Woman" it, it has to be one of my ten favorite songs this year. The, the vocals and the guitar solo alone are, are um, a gift. You know, it, it, it's, it's really, really enjoyable. Um, I think it's probably up the alley of most people. It's, it's you know, if you like 70s, put stew on. You're going to have a great time. And again, grooves, riffs, melodic. That's it. Three words. Grooves, riffs, melodic. Stew. I have to check that out. That's I, I, I can't, I have to listen to the band called stew and their album taste. <laughs> it's worth it. It's yummy. It's yummy. Jay. It's yummy. It's Just yummy. listen to it on a cold now, is it a winter beef night. Stew? Like what is it? Uh, like what's the base of the stew? That's the big question. That's good. Well, they're Swedish. So we're going to go with, it's a Swedish meatball stew. Okay. All right. I can, I can, I can get down with that. <laughs> Definitely get down with that. And I, got, um, and I got the vinyl uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's fantastic. Nice. It, it's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, I'm still waiting on some vinyl. That, yeah. Uh, 
a lot of vinyl. Yes. <laughs> All right. My number seven band that we had on the new music spotlight band that has really blown me away in terms of their overall sound and their overall musicianship and their overall depth of, of playing. And, you know, for a band that, you know, they've been around for a bit, they've released some singles, you know, over the last few years. But when you look at, you know, what they've accomplished with this album to kind of have the sound that they have had on their debut says a lot about them. And it is the self titled album uh from crooked shapes band from the oh. uk that uh, i have just kind of grown into in terms of enjoying their music uh the first track is fire absolutely fantastic song uh chains in my mind is a great song as well don't look back rise again the whole album really is uh fantastic uh really did enjoy it so uh Again, another new music spotlight band that we've had on Crooked Shapes from the UK. Go check them out. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the album like just kept being there, you know, like every time I'd run a list, it'd be like, oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. You know, I love it when that happens, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it just, uh, they just, good things are ahead for them. So, all right, let's get into High Stick Mick and his list for the fourth quarter. Uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Mike at a couple of shows here in the last quarter, the Rival Sun show at the Vic Theater and the Blacktop Mojo show. So I'm sure we'll be running into each other again. Great dude. Uh, Can't wait to to do some more shows. So uh, number 10 for him is the band. When rivers meet the album is saving grace. Number nine is wooden fields. Their self-titled album. Number eight, Lizzie and the makers dear on the wall. Check them out. Volbeat second or third time. They've made a list servant of the mind. Mastodon, uh, Hushed and Grim at number six for him. Crooked Shapes. Hey, got some Crooked Shapes love. There you go. Uh, Self-titled album that we just mentioned. Number four, Bourbon House, Into the Red. Number three, Stew. Uh, The album Taste. That's the third or fourth list that that band has made here for the people of the the Groove Council members. And then Joe Bonamassa, Time Clocks. Number two, and then number one, the Lucid Furs. Damn, that was easy as High Stick Mix number one pick. Great list, Mike. Yeah. Great list. Um, Stop me if you've heard this before, but my next pick is a turbo suggestion. (laughs) Um, It's a band out of Rhode Island. I just got the vinyl today, today, hours ago. Um, and it's the band is adapter adapter. The album is no comfort. Um, and they're self, they describe themselves as a super heavy blues band. Um, I'm not on Facebook, so 
that seems to be the only place they are. I don't know much about this band. So I would kind of say that um, if you can buy, if, if you added a little cold stairs and a little ZZ top and a lot of fuzz, you're going to love this. I mean, that's what comes out. You put all that in a blender. That's what comes out. Um, my, uh, my two favorite songs are the last two uh, coffin shaker and lady no more. It's, it's, it's really catchy. It's really fuzzy and it's got a, a nice edgy blues feel. And again, super awesome cover art, <laughs> super awesome cover art. Um, so if that's your thing, edgy blues with fuzz is if, that, if that's what you want, um, follow turbo and listen to adapter adapters. No comfort. All right. My number six is a band that is really hitting their stride uh, for a newer band, uh, a band that uh, has been playing around for a bit over the last couple of years and locally in their area. They finally did a, uh, some dates in some southern states uh, in the summer, late summer. Uh, I've had this band out a couple of times. Uh, I've had the pleasure of finally seeing them live as well, which uh, was uh, really, really, uh, their album is really good. Their live performance really does them. The, the album does not do them justice. And that is my number six pick. And it is Into the Red by Bourbon House. Um, just, again, again, a band that is really kind of raw in terms of, their sound. You could tell they're still honing it. They're still, you know, getting rid of maybe some rough edges they may have, but the songwriting is really good. The guitar work is really good. The musicianship is really good. Um, Lacey's vocals, Jason's guitar. Can't say enough about them. Uh, again, another band, like we mentioned with Plush, like we mentioned with Crooked Shapes, another band that is just going to continue to get better. Uh, because they play out a lot. And, you know, when you're playing out a lot like that and you're a younger band, it, things only are going to get better. Um, really enjoyed this album. Uh, can't stop listening to it. Uh, one of my favorite tracks of the year, of the year, is, and I mentioned this to them when I saw them live and I and we did the second interview um, when they were on the new Music Spotlight a little bit ago it is it is is a very chris isaac wicked game type of vibe to it um just totally love love this song it's called slow burn and it's for me it's probably one of the top five songs of the year go check it out um some great stuff too i got trouble too high to care bad for me dead in the water is a great song but uh, they're from Wisconsin. They're from up north. And check out Bourbon House and the song, and the album Into the Red. I love her smoky, sultry, sexy vocals. I they, they work so well for me. <laughs> yeah, great voice. I mean, it's yeah. it's really hard. You know, she's kind of got like a like an Ann Wilson like 
and uh, what was it? Alana Miles, I want to say. Is that her name? Oh, Black Velvet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of a little bit yeah. there. Um, but yeah, very unique sound. Very uh, great presentation. Uh, again, a band that uh, I post a lot about because I absolutely love them. And I just think uh, hopefully they can get on a, a good tour for them this coming year and really kind of grow their audience. And, uh, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't. I mean, their songs are, are great. Their album's great. So check out Into the Red by Bourbon House. Good pick. All right. Pick. The man of the hour. I feel like I've known his, his albums already. <laughs> Uh, this is from Turbo, his top 10, which you've heard a lot from Chris mentioned the, uh, the albums that he's mentioned. We'll start out with small jackets, just like this. Number nine, the the lucid furs. Damn, that was easy. Second time that's been mentioned. Headless Monarch, Titan Slug. It's a great title, right? Titan Slug. Titan (laughs) Slug. I love these, you know, that's one thing about stoner rock bands, man. It's like. Just so off the wall, cool shit. Yeah. Uh, seven, Fever Dog, Alpha Waves. Number eight, or number six, Stew. I got to get that album. It's taste. Number five, as mentioned before by Chris, Space Lord, False Dawn, High Desert Queen. Another album that is mentioned by Chris, Secrets of the Black Moon. Falsa Doom and their album Ambition at number three. Green Desert Water. We had Green Desert Water, High Desert Queen, and uh, yeah. So Green Desert Water, Black Harvest. Now we got Green Lung at number one. Wait, he's got Black Harvest for Green Lung, too, as well, and Green Desert Water. Yeah, it's really weird how those two bands came up with the same album. Oh, so it's not like a typo. No, it's not a typo. It's All super right. weird. <laughs> it's super weird. That is weird. So that's or Turbo's odd list. Coincidence, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Turbo's list. Go check out his stuff. Um, you know, Stoner Rock, I know, is a new genre or fairly new genre uh in, in rock music, but basically it's Black Sabbath, Uriah Heap style, um, Deep Purple. I mean that those are pretty much the the uh the main influences for stoner rock so check all that stuff out um my number five i'm a little bummed i still don't have my physical copy yet i anticipated any day um it is not a turbo recommendation sorry um but it's another three piece from sweden the band is wooden fields and it's it's their self-titled album uh, Rich, uh, Fuzz Do Rip, uh, at Fuzz Do Rip, um, uh, suggested them. Um, they remind me of like a cream free, deep purple minus the keys kind of band. Um, the, the my favorite song on the album is Don't Be a Fool. Uh, I, 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 absolutely love that song there's just a the chorus and the lead singer's voice uh and and it, it plays off the guitar work so well um but uh the album is full of fuzzy riffs and kind of uh piercing guitars big booming vocals it's 
kind of fits in line with everything else on my list. Um, but I, I was really happy to see that, that Mike was also really into it. Mike put it on his list that, that made me happy. I always like it when other people like what I like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's certainly, I, I will say uh, it's certainly something up your alley. I, I would recommend that to you. Definitely up your alley. Uh, so check out Don't Be a Fool. Um, I think you'll hear that and kind of go, oh, uh, I got to look into this more. So self-titled album from Wooden Fields is my number five. Awesome. I will definitely check it out. Uh, my number five uh, is a band that if I were to describe their sound, it would sound if as modern art formed a rock band. Uh, it's, it's very avant-garde. It's very uh, image conscious. It's, it's, it, the image really does tie into the music. Um, it's a band that has really been on my radar for the last couple of years. Uh, their last album I was a really big fan of. Uh, my number five is Lucifer, and it's mm-hmm. Lucifer 4 is my number five for the fourth for the fourth quarter. If I were to pick uh, some songs that I would recommend for listeners out there, maybe aren't familiar. uh, It is a female uh, led band from Sweden. Uh, Very cool stuff. If you like the new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. And you'll really be into these guys in terms of their imagery, in terms of their music. Um, Archangel of Death is is a great song. Wild Hearses is a, is a great song <laughs> as well. Bring Me His Head is is probably their their big song off this album. And I also love Nightmare, which is really cool. And Orion too as well. So check out Lucifer for my number five for the fourth quarter. Pick. Good pick. Yeah, man. I mean, those guys are are really um, are really interesting. Uh, really interesting the way they really kind of their sound is, and uh, yeah, I just I just really really enjoy them. Did I do Robin the Hoods yet? No, no. All right, let's do Rob in the Hood. Uh, He's always got some interesting stuff, too. I'm just kind of going through it really quick. Let's start off with number 10. And it is the band Eldevar, A Story of Darkness. It's kind of a collaboration between American-German band Elder and German band Cadaver. Think Pink Floyd if they've just been a little heavier. Uh, number nine, Wolf Tooth, Blood and Iron, the third release from this Indiana-based metal band. You want an album where the music matches the great artwork? Check this out. That's true. Bass Lord, number eight, with their album False Down. We've talked about them. Number seven, Lucid Furs. Damn, that was easy. It's been mentioned a handful yeah. of times, too, as well. Popular album, yeah. Yes. And Green Lung, Black Harvest. Or wait, is it Black Harvest? No, nope. Green, Green Lung, Black Harvest. Yep. Okay, okay. And then Red Scale, The Old Colossus, number five, rock and roll from Germany. And oh, is it good, really good. In fact, I want to stop writing this right now and go listen to it. 
The next band is Black Willows, and the album is Shimura, Swiss band. Uh, number three, we see Taste or Stew, and the album Taste. I have to check that out. I mean, I think that's made almost every <laughs> list that we've had on here. And then number two is Canyon or Can. Yeah, it's yeah, Canyon. Album. Uh, take the blues of Robin Trower and play it through Marshall at 11 and set it all on fire. Is what he says. <laughs> and number one is high desert queen secrets of the black moon. So another good list here from the groove council. You know what I got to do before we do the year ed show? I- I've got to reach out to Rob and Kaz and say, here's my list. I want, I want them to write up what I should say because they are such good writers. Like you look at what they say, and then I get up here and I'm like, "It's got great riffs, riffs, and it's got a groove, and you should listen to it." And, and you know, Rob, Rob just types away, hammers away at his keyboard with this. He creates art. Same with Kaz. Um, but yeah. good list, Rob. Very good list. All right, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Number four. So I, I should add real quick, the top four can, these artists can do no wrong in my book. And one of them's pretty new. This is a fairly new band. It can do no wrong. I don't know how it's at number four. Um, it's the Georgia Thunderbolts and can we get a witness? This album is super awesome. It's, 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 it's so freaking good. Um, I mean, it just, just, it kicks off with, I take it slow and it's such a powerful track, you know, and if this is what the whole modern Southern rock movement's going to be like, I, I, I'm jumping in that pool, right? Like, like I'm going in head first and I'm going to stay. I, I, I absolutely love this album. I can't believe it's a number four. Um, I am a big fan of covers. I always love it when bands do covers and these guys smoke Midnight Rider. Absolutely kill that song. Um, and I, I didn't write his name down. Um, let's see if it, I can actually see it in the dark. Uh, but the lead singer, TJ Lyle, that guy's vocals. Simply stunning. Um, he... It, it connects with me so well. Um, but, you know, lend a hand. So you want to change the world looking for an old friend, looking for an old friend. That is such a good song. But, and then the last song, um, set me free is just seven minutes of complete awesomeness. I, I could go on about this album for 20 minutes and uh, I'm sure people are starting to get tired and want to know the rest. So I'll, I'll pipe down, but good Lord, the Georgia Thunderbolts, you guys put out a smoking awesome album. And I can't believe it's not number one. Honestly, I'm when, when the first time I heard this, I was like, this is my number one, hands down, hands down. And yet here we are at number four. <laughs> well, we're going to keep talking about it. Cause it's my number yes! four <laughs> as well. Um, I agree with, Everything you said about this album, uh, it is a fun album. It's got some very uh, deep moments on it as well. Yep. 
but it really does kind of encapsulate what makes Southern rock bands so great is because they can have that tongue in cheek type of music yeah. that they're all known for. And they can also really kind of get down to it and really bring a perspective that uh, is interesting. Um, when I think of Southern rock, I think of the face of, of Southern rock. Um, I think of Blackberry smoke and with the Georgia Thunderbolts, if there's a band that is kind of like the one that is setting themselves up to be that next Blackberry smoke, I would say it's Georgia Thunderbolts. Um, I just think they've got that. They've got that special sauce. They do. Absolutely. That that they do really put out some really good music, some, a, a really good album. Again, this at some times in my list was number one. Yeah. Um, the last four for me were very difficult to choose. Uh, but uh, Georgia Thunderbolts and Can We Get a Witness is just an absolute, just an incredible album. Yeah, it, it is. I And again, the, the music is great. And, and then you get this kind of soulful smoky blues vocals you know and it it, it just ties it up so perfectly yeah uh, they're awesome yeah I, I i'm so happy that that there's a band that that's good that that's that good and that young so you know you can sit there and be like you know knock on wood we got 30 years of awesomeness to look forward to from these guys you know <laughs> a great tour for this spring and summer blackberry smoke georgia thunderbolts and magnolia bayou well, see, now you're just making my mouth water. <laughs> I actually may yeah. travel around the country just to go see multiple shows of that tour if that happens. I, uh, if there's any way, it, no disrespect to Blackberry Smoke, but if there is any way I could see Magnolia Bayou and the Georgia Thunderbolts on the same bill, I'd pee my pants. I, I, that's Blackberry just, Smoke? I haven't seen Blackberry Smoke. No, no, it's not that I don't like them. I'm just saying that those two like in a small club you know that that, you know in the summer it's 97 degrees inside and you're just pounding through budweiser's listening to these guys just jam for two hours god that would make me so happy (laughs) well you've seen magnolia bayou i haven't seen them yet yes and magnolia bayou is they're the goods they're good they're good that would be a great tour that, that would really be would. fantastic. That would be, yeah. and, I, and I know there's that Georgia connection there with Blackberry Smoke and Georgia Thunderbolts. So that very well could happen because I know Blackberry Smoke is really interested, really into promoting bands from Georgia, young bands like like Georgia Thunderbolts. So don't be surprised if that does happen. That would be so awesome. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into new classic rock in North America. His quarterly top 10. He didn't put it in alphabetical order like he did the <laughs> year end list, which we will talk about on the next episode we do. So, you know, not going to get away with it. But, anywho, let's start out with his number 10, and that is Stereo Overthrow and the album Scattered Hamlet. Adam Jode and company do not give a fuck, and we'll make sure. You know their positions on shitty bands, crappy radio, posers, assholes, and any other <laughs> bad person out there. All right. I got to check out that. It's like the Archie Bunker of rock music. Uh, number nine. 
Um, oh, this is a good album I got on late. This is a good pick by him. Yeah, so this is Andrew Leahy and the Homestead, American Static. Number 10 was actually Scattered Hamlet is the name of the band in the in the album Stereo Overthrow. So I think I reversed that. But Leahy has the type of rock Tom that Tom Petty used to play. Uh crafts good songs with good lyrics with enough edge and uh hits his sweet spot with uh with the music. So that's interesting. I gotta check that out. Uh number eight, the claws, stars in broken glass. Their first album had a couple songs that constantly have that I constantly have in my home playlist, but the rest of stuff was a little uneven. This one is pretty damn good all the way through. Hearts and hand grenades at number seven with their album Between the Lines. Uh, passionate bunch as they should be. The band puts on good stuff cons- consistently. Screaming out in secret, do it for me. Number six, Paralandra and the album Street Magic. Don't mind admitting, I love Cassandra Carson's voice. She could probably sing the alphabet, and I would love it. <laughs> that out. Number five for NCR and NA is Plush, the self-titled album. We've talked about that. Um, vocals are strong. Never overshadow the music. Um, but uh, modern hard rock territory for my taste in NCR niche. But, man, do they rock. Uh Number four, Bourbon House, Into the Red. Number three, Among the Willows, Reverie. Not a big fan of the production on the album, but uh, it's not sonically. It could be a little more sonically pleasing. Uh, But the Southern Hard Rock and Roll, he digs it. Right Place, Wrong Time, and Snowblind are the songs that he recommends. Number two, Stormbreaker, Strike the Match. Mm, That's a great album. Yeah, they are the, they are a ton of bands that have some, there are a ton of bands that have some derision of the name Stormbreaker. Um, the umlaut, I guess, is the thing that sets them apart, <laughs> trademark wise. That being said, the, the music is well updated version, mix of 80s and modern hard rock metal tones. And number one, the album we just talked about, the Georgia Thunderbolts, Can We Get a Witness? So again, another popular album for the fourth quarter uh, from the Georgia Thunderbolts. All right. Okay. My number three. <laughs> I don't know. I've had this album since early May. The band, the band sent the actual seed the downloadable music again in November. But I don't know that this album is out yet. God's honest truth. I don't know if it's been officially released. I asked them. They said yes, but it's not really out there. So with that said, if we, after I tell you what it is, if we want to kick it, we can kick it and and I'll take the penalty. Um, But my number three is, is, the album always a way out from the MTR project. Um, Martin and Andy can do no wrong in my book. As I've said multiple times when we've talked about them, there is something about Martin's vocals and his passion that he puts into it, that he gets out of himself and his songwriting that so works for me. And, and Andy Beach's. uh, guitar work especially his acoustic guitar work uh 
is really well done. And especially in this album, the production of this album sounds great. Um, on first listen and second and third and 20th and 25th listen, the song trust really kind of strikes a chord with me. I, it, it's one that I love. Um, there's a couple, three or four that are a carryover from the last year's EP, um, but beautiful snake and river walker and be the change. Uh, it, it's so good. And there's always that kind of respectful, positive vibe that he kind of brings in. Uh, and I, and I think that works. Um, but God, I love this album. I really do. And, 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 you know, Dave Reese sounds good and, and, and Mike on the drum sounds good, but again, I love it, but I don't know if it's really officially released. I, I, so we can ding it and, and, and we slide everything up and I'll, I'll throw Joe Bonamassa's time clocks in as my number 10. Cause that album is stunningly good too. But you know, for now, we're going to go with with MTR project. Um, Martin and Andy and Dave and Mike, you, you guys put out an album that just so stunning to me. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's at number three, but thank you. Keep it up. Yeah, I it. um, I don't think we should ding it. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard it. I don't think it's been released. I have, I don't see them on any of the streaming platforms yet. Um, but that doesn't mean anything. It very well could be just out there independently, um, kind of like a pre-release before the release. So, um, but yeah, I, I wish I could speak about it cause I <laughs> heard a single or two, but, uh, can't wait, but I do agree, agree with you about Martin's passion for his music. Um, one of the most real dudes that I've gotten to know doing this podcast, like real yeah. dude, like he is what you, what you see. Um, and I really Real genuine and appreciative. Yeah. 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 So, all right. My number three, I wish we could talk about it more, you know, the MTR project, but you were one of the lucky <laughs> to, uh, to get the album, but that's cool. All right. My number three is an EP. Um, it's the first part. I think they're going to be releasing the second EP in, 2022 or later this year um can't wait to see him live in a couple weeks here in chicago uh can't wait to talk with him in a couple of days and have him on the show again the band is the warning it's the three sisters from mexico city and the ep is mayday uh this band is really when you think of new bands uh they are at that next level yeah. When you really look at the and study the arrangements going from a progressive arrangement into like Latin guitar and uh, just different types of beats and, and very diverse and very mature for, again, very young artists. I don't know. Um, I know the youngest member, I think she's 16 or 17. I don't know, you know, the, the age difference. Um, in terms of all three members, but they're very young, but man, are they diverse. They're very mature sounding. They sound like they've been playing forever. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It just means in terms of their musicianship and their songs are so powerful and so theatrical. The arrangements are so huge and have such huge volume. 
it's it's just uh, I, I can't wait to hear more. It's a band that I first was introduced on YouTube several years ago when they were doing Metallica cover, and they were yeah. they were yep. very very young, and they've just grown that audience ever since then. They um, they have a huge huge fan base. Uh, huge like massive fan base (laughs) and uh but all that wouldn't matter if their music wasn't that good and their music is absolutely fantastic i mean the song animosity the song choke uh evolve uh everything on the on the ep is absolutely incredible they're they're up there on that wave you know that we talked about with dirty honey and mammoth and plush you know they're they're up there, they're 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 going to take over. They're going to be, I mean, with their fan base, yeah. They're they're not. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be around, and they're going to yeah. have a, a huge impact on this new wave of rock music right now. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's get into who's left. I think we got Rob. Here we go. We got Rob. We don't have, I don't think we have a fourth quarter from Christy. Uh, no, I don't think, I think yeah. you're right. I don't yeah. think we do. So I, I think, are we forgetting anybody? I don't think so. No, I think we are. So let's get into Skylab's fourth quarter, 2021 top 10. Number 10, hearts and hand grenades between the lines. Number nine, lucid first. Damn, that was easy. Number eight, Green Lung, Black Harvest. Number seven, Red Scale, The Old Colossus. Number six, Space Lord, False Down. The only one that I haven't heard of yet is Hearts and Hand Grenades. That was his number 10. Number five is Weed Pecker, four, In the Stream of Forgotten Thoughts. Any band that's named Weed Pecker, I got to check out. (laughs) Uh, High Desert Queen, The Secrets of the Black Moon. Number three, Dream Theater, A View from the Top of the World. Number two, Volbeat, Servant of the Mind. And number one, Mastodon, Hushed, hushed and Grim. Good that's list. a good album. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good list. Yeah. Very good list. From, from the proggy doctor sound. From Mr. the Skylab. <laughs> resident, resident uh, audio expert at the Hook Rocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number two. Is Volbeat servant of the mind? Wow! I, I, Volbeat can do no wrong for me. I, I've loved every single thing they put out, um, but this might be my most favorite Volbeat album. I mean, as with all Volbeat albums, it, it's it's catchy as hell, um, and it's kind of secretly riffy. But there's just something about the music they put out that. Hard rock, rockabilly, occasional thrashy kind of thing. That so works for me. Um, and and I don't know how to pronounce her name. My my favorite song is is um, Jesus. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I think it's as an American, I would say dog and four, but I don't really know if that's how you would pronounce it. And and it's done with um, a, a pop star and her vocals are so great and and the song works but 
this this album has a run of songs that for me um starts with like shotgun blues and runs all the way through to Lassie's Forgetter, if I'm even pronouncing that right. Um that rival anything uh, any run of songs on any album this year. Um uh, God, I, I, I love this album. I, I love everything that this band puts out. Um, but, you know, their first single, Shotgun Blues, was pretty popular. So I, I have a feeling that this is going to do pretty well uh, with folks. And 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 uh, I, I spent a, a decent amount of time talking with, with Skylab about how awesome the album is. So um, Volbeat, Servant of the Mind, my number two for the fourth quarter. Awesome pick. Great, great album. Um, my number two, uh, really kind of struggled, like I said, with the top four, um, of the list that, uh, that, um, that I went with. And, but I, at the end of the day, they were, they were number two, probably one B wouldn't my mm-hmm. number one would be number one, a this would be one B and that's checkered past by LA guns. Uh, I've said this. I thought that was your number one. I really did. <laughs> I, I I will say this. I've I've said this before about this album. It is their best album since Cocked and Loaded. And there's a lot of bands from that era that still tour, that still put out new music. Uh, very few can say that their stuff is equal to what it was back in their their heyday. Yeah. Or better, uh, L.A. Guns can say both. Their music over the last three albums has just been absolutely fantastic. Whatever they're doing now that they were unable to do prior to Missing Peace, um, which was their third album ago, I think. Yeah, third album ago, Missing Peace. Um but whatever they're able to do, um, wh- wh- however they're doing it, is fantastic. Um, the last album, The Devil You Know, you know, prior to that was the Missing Piece album. The, the, yeah, The Missing Piece. Um, but this album is so diverse. Starts off with Cannonball, uh, Bad Luck Charm, Living Right Now, Get Along. And uh, is a fantastic song. You don't hear Tracy Guns really play acoustic a lot, uh, but he does on this, and he sounds fantastic. Uh, and then "Let You Down," which oh. to me is is probably the best thing they've done musically since "Cocked and Loaded." Um, that song, what it encap- you know, encapsulates just all the energy and the tone that uh, this this just really like this this windy cold night with a dim light dim street light it just it, it, man it just sends chills up my spine whenever i whenever i listen to it great great album uh you know i know la guns gets put into that category of glam bands and all that stuff yeah don't let that discourage you. Go get this album. It's absolutely fantastic. I, I remember you you called me the day 
I, I think it was the day after um, that song was released. And, Let you and, down. And, and, yeah, and and you were ecstatic. You, you just you, you're kind of like off the wall excited about how ridiculously awesome it was. And you talked for like ten minutes, and I was like, "All right, well, I haven't heard it, so can I call you back and go listen to it?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." So I listened, to it and I called you back, and I mean it, but. Your your excitement was 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 right on that 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 song is fantastic. That is, I, for my money, I, that might be the best song they've ever done. Uh, you know, I, I the only reason why I hesitate to say that is is because it's that, that's so hard to quantify right. for a band that has been around for thirty plus years. But I'm not going to argue with you or others that say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I will just nod my head and say, yeah, you, you could be right on that. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, that, that could be able to be true because it is, it is so different than what they did on their last album, the last couple albums. And, you know, their style of music is their style of music. I didn't know LA guns could reach those depths. Right. And they did it and they fucking nailed it. Um, yeah. you know, just absolutely. Absolutely incredible! Incredible. Yeah, you know one of the things that I like about them, in addition to their music, those guys seem to really genuinely enjoy being around one another. I think so. I think you know? they do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it. I think they do. I think they've finally found that mix of good relationship, good working relationship, good creative relationship. Um, obviously Scott Coogan recently left. I didn't think he was on the album. I don't think he played on it just because of logistics and some issues there, but um, I'm happy for them that they've seemed to have found a good place for all of them to be. Yeah. And I think you hear that in their music and in their songs. Yeah. Um, and it's very rare for a band that has dealt with so much crap through the years, so much, so many breakups, so many people leaving, so many people, you know, just not a good mix. I'm sure there was a lot of issues that we don't know about, nor should we know about, right. but um, for them to be standing tall in the end and still going and having the quality that they have is really uh, I can't say it's a it's a fantastic album yep all right well there it is we wrapped up to our number ones we don't have any more lists from the Groove Council uh, I know Christy um, was unable to get her list over to us for the fourth quarter but um, let's just kind of run through our top 10 and some of the ones that just missed. Uh, you want me to go through mine? Yeah. All right. Uh, number 10 was high desert queen secrets of the black moon. Nine was Mastodon hushed and grim. Eight was space Lord false dawn. Uh, stew at number seven with their album taste, uh, adapter adapter at six with their album. No comfort wooden fields at five. Uh, number four, can't believe it's number four, <laughs> the Georgia Thunderbolts with, can we get a witness? Uh, number three with an asterisk, 
uh, MTR projects, always a way out. Um, number two is Volbeat's servant of the mind. And, you know, the, the one that really, really just missed for me, um, was time clocks from Joe Bonamassa, which was, uh, is obviously a great album, but, um, I hate saying this cause I think I sound like a douche sometimes when I say stuff like this, but Man, when I got that on vinyl and put it and ran it through the stereo, God, that sounded great. And it, you know, I kind of looked at the list and I was like, well, I got to kick somebody out of here and put this in. And I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I looked at High Desert Queen and I was like, I, I've been really smitten with that album. I can't bump them to put Bonamassa in. So, you know, if something happens with MTR and I got to bump someone, I, I'll happily put Joe Bonamassa's Time Clucks in. It's It's such a great album. Awesome. Uh, for my list, number 10, the big rec EP 7.1, number nine, the self-titled debut album from plush number eight, Jerry Cranchell, Jerry Cantrell with the album Brighton. Number seven is crooked shapes. Their self-titled album. Number six, bourbon house into the red. Number five, Lucifer four. Number four, the Georgia Thunderbolts. Can we get a witness? Number three, the warning, the Mayday EP. Number two, LA Guns, Checkered Past. Some of the ones that just missed for me was Full Beat, Sur- Servant of the Mind, the Odd Even. Uh, mm. Just missed my list too as well yep. with the album Dance of the Dead. Really interesting band. Check them out if you have a chance. Uh, and then another one that just missed my list in the fourth quarter. Well, Faust, it's a vibe, the EP. Oh, um, so good. So it's good. a very yeah. good EP. Just missed, uh, just missed my top 10. And also Doom Crew Inc., the latest release from Black Label Society. Oh, yeah. So yep. those are the ones that just missed for me. The, the, yeah, I, I, I should have had Faust on there. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good EP. Really good EP. I, I, I like where they're going, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really interested to see how this next one goes for them. This this industrial one. I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'd like to see what they can do with that. Awesome. All right. Number ones. The number ones are. I think I know yours. Everyone should know mine. Everyone should know mine. Um, but before I say it, I, I would like to say to whomever I ordered the vinyl from, like, where the fuck is my album? I'm really annoyed that I don't have it. I can't even remember who I ordered it from. <laughs> but it's um, it's Jerry Cantrell's Brighton. Um, you know, my musical kind of like soundtrack is – pretty much an Eddie Van Halen, Jimmy Page thing like that started my roots. But I I think the third person in that Mount Rushmore for me is Jerry Cantrell and everything that he's done with Alice in Chains and his first solo album. But um, this, this album is kind of everything that I wanted uh, from, from him. And it's, it's such a, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but it's such a singer songwriter album, right? Mm-hmm. I, it, um, 
and and his his distinctive vocals and there's some slide guitar and there's some steel guitar and you know you get the it, had to know seems like the 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 real kind of close to Alice in Chains song that for me at least on this album that's the the one that I think is close um but a tone bright and prism of doubt um the the ballad siren but um, I, I, I think I talked about this in, with some of the Groove Council people, I believe, but as much as I love Black Hearts and Evil Done, um, might be the best song in the album that he did, but, but it also, as much as I love it, I kind of listen to it sometimes and, and I feel like it's kind of a miss because I really want to hear it as an Alice in Chains song with some dual vocals with William Duvall, you know, like it's, it's one of those things. It's hard to say in a negative way. It just seems like that song really would lend itself to, to it being an Alice in Chains song. Um, but I fucking love Jerry Cantrell. I love this album. Uh, it will easily be high up on my year end list. Um, as much as I love the Georgia Thunderbolts album, and I really thought it would be number one, um, the first time I put this on, I listened to it six straight times. That, that that's that's how good this album is to me. Um, the man can do wrong, no wrong, and I was really happy to see that my UK doppelganger Terry also had this at number one, which is no surprise because she has awesome taste. So well done, Terry, and and thank you, Jerry Cantrell, for putting out a sensational album. That is my number one for the fourth quarter. Great pick. Great pick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. My number one. I don't think I know what this is. I really had LA guns pegged. I'm, I'm sure you're going to say it and I'm going to go, Oh yeah. Duh. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a couple steps behind here on this one. Well, uh, it's an album that's been mentioned quite a bit. Uh, for me, there are albums that you listen to and you hear, that really strike a nerve with you. It kind of just grabs a hold of you uh, and like really just penetrates your, your soul. This quarter had four that really did that to me. The Mayday EP, the Georgia Thunderbolts album, and of course the LA Guns album. Yep. Uh, and this album to me is pretty close to a masterpiece and that is Mastodon's Hushed and Grim. Um, just an unbelievable record, an unbelievable, um, journey. If you really want to talk about what this album is, it's, it's a journey of creativity. It's a journey of perspective, um, journey of different tones. Uh, some of the stuff that they do is like, is this on a, a Mastodon album? Like you hear like Eddie Van Halen ask. Yes. Tones <laughs> in the yeah. middle of, a, in the middle of this gigantic arrangement, you know, and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. But it fits and it works. And it's so cool that this band as it's been evolving for over a decade and they were thought of as this thrash band, very heavy. Um, they've kind of now gone very proggy, but they also have a really good sense of themselves. 
And um, I think that's such a, a great thing is to see this band evolving and in, in, in a band that keeps evolving. I would never have thought I would have bought a Mastodon album. And here I am, you know, getting the vinyl, getting the CD, having yeah. it in my car playing for like since it came out. Um, yeah. It really is a powerful album. Uh, they've really reached new heights in terms of them as a band, you know, with this new release. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great pick. And and I would echo everything you just said. I think, um, I think it's peace and tranquility is, is the one Yes, uh, where I know the first time I was listening to the album, uh, you know, you listen, you hear this, you're listening to the song and you're like, wait, what? What did I just hear? Was that what? Yeah. And you, you know, you're like, okay, I got I got to go back like 10 seconds. And let me listen to that again. Like that's an Eddie tone. Like, yes. what, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't know if that was intentional. Right. Um, to do that, to kind of pay tribute to him. But uh, yeah, I just felt it was, it, it, it's a fantastic piece of music in a, in a fantastic year of music. It's a really way to put a bow on 2022 um, yeah. with that album. I just thought that uh, I did not see that coming. Did not yeah. see that and, coming from him. And an and, and extremely popular album within our group. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, you know, I was made six or seven lists and, and high up too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it, it, it's an awesome album. Uh, I think that's a, a, a phenomenal choice by you. Um, well done. And again, I'm 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 happy to be in the Mastodon fan club. Yes. Now. yes. <laughs> you know, not not that I yes, never. That's the first Mastodon album I've ever bought. Yeah, same with me. It, and it's not that any of their stuff was was bad or anything. I it just for whatever reason it didn't click with me. But damn, this did. Yeah, sonically too. Oh, I probably I, I would probably say out of all the albums on my list, that to me is the best sonically in terms of just the space and the music and how it the, the mix is incredible. Yeah. Uh I, I yeah, I can't say enough about it. And I will say too, because I know a lot of people in the past like to get on LA guns for their mixes on their previous albums. And that's always kind of been a negative when people talk about their albums, uh, myself included at, at, at certain points, but their album checkered pass is really great sonically too, as well. Uh, very well done, very well recorded. Um, yeah. So, you know, but getting back to Macedon, I mean, just, um, that is a work of art. That is a, uh, that is something that when you're releasing an album like that in 2021, with all the quality stuff out there that you got brass balls to, uh, to, to go that far in your journey of music and put that out and not play it safe. Right. I need to, uh, I need to write this down. Mastodon top five pick for Jay at the year end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, it's, it's certainly a worthy pick and, and, and an excellent one at that. Um, nice job. Uh, way to way to top off your list. That's that's the cherry on the Sunday right there. Yep, yep. I mean, everyone had a good list. A lot of stuff for me to check out. I need I need to check out this band Stew. That is the band that I'm going to listen to 
tonight. Yeah, you, you, you I mean, all three are on my list, but I, I, the, I think the three albums that would really kind of tickle your inner ear, Stu, Space Lord, and Wooden Fields. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they'll, they'll, I think they'll hit you in the right zone, you know. And again, as, as we close, we are not critics. We are music fans. This is not to tell you what, you know, notice there was nothing in any of our summaries that would say, well, was this wasn't that good, th- this part. Everything's all positive. We always yeah. like to talk positive about the things we like to, we like to showcase. Um, there's a lot of stuff in this world. Yeah, nobody There's a lot needs of stuff them. for clickbait. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff yeah. out there that people just like to make comments on. Every album on this list, just like every list that's come before, is great, is fantastic, and we highly recommend you listening to them. Yep. Yeah. And that's really the purpose of these shows is to recommend music that maybe you haven't heard of yet. Yeah. And, and between, uh, I think between all the, the people who submitted lists that we talked about and, and ours, I mean, we've got it. I mean, there, we must have mentioned about 30 or 40 artists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at, yeah. at the minimum. Yeah. This is, it's, it's a lot of good stuff. I think that's, that's one of the great things about this little group is. Um, one, everyone has such an eclectic taste, uh, and they're not afraid to, to, to share, but you can also have a legitimate conversation with them and, and no one smacks anyone down. I mean, I'll be an asshole every now and then, but that's just me, (laughs) but no, it's a good group and, and we share music and that's, that's honestly, it's a lot of bullshit on Twitter, but the best thing about Twitter is sharing music, you know, and yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. And I think that's what, why I appreciate the group so much is because yeah. we really don't get into the weeds on a lot of other things besides music. Right. Um, and that's a fresh, a very refreshing way to have a conversation with people online is everyone supports each other. Everybody cares about each other and everyone's yeah. just sharing music. It's a great, it's a great place to be on social media because it's very difficult to be there with when you have so many different personalities. Yeah. So yep. kudos to everyone in the group and uh, can't wait to share everyone's end of the year list. We're going to be doing a top 30. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be doing a top 30 for our list. So stay tuned for that. Chris, it's been a pleasure, man. I always enjoy it. I always have a blast. Thank you. I'm happy you're healthy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy we get to do this. I am looking forward to the year-end stuff. That's going to be a blast. I would like to apologize to those people listening because I think it's going to be a 17-hour uh, multiple episode thing. <laughs> Bring some water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> but uh, thank you. Uh, I always enjoy doing this, and I appreciate you having me on. All right, man. Thank you very much for doing this. Everybody check out everyone's list, the music on everyone's list. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay safe, stay healthy. Take care of each other. We'll talk again soon. Thanks.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 